Welcome to another episode of Midweek Meditation on the FPO Podcast, a weekly devotional podcast from First Presbyterian Church of Obelika. Each week, we take a look at one of the passages from the FPO Bible Reading Plan and have a devotional conversation about what God is teaching us in it and how to apply it in our lives. For more information on how to join us as we engage the Bible together, please visit firstpresopelika.org. Hey there, FPO family. Uh, welcome again to another episode of our midweek meditation. Today is Tuesday, January the 12th, and James and I are back in here today to uh, have another conversation from our FPO Bible reading plan today. James, we're going to be looking at John chapter 8, which was the reading for uh, today. And I know we were, we were talking uh, beforehand just about how uh, John 8 is one of those great chapters where you almost wonder how it's uh, possible in one sitting just to, to to dive into everything that mm. that John 8 has. It's just so rich, as are a lot of the chapters uh, in the middle of John's gospel. But uh, we're going to be focusing on a few verses uh, towards the end of the chapter, verses 31, uh, really in th- verse 32, uh, where Jesus is having a conversation with uh, the Jews and the religious leaders. And he says this to him. I'm going to read it, and then we'll, uh, we'll launch in together. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. James, I feel like you know we could we could probably talk for hours on end just about uh, all of the nuance of what Jesus is saying here. But as mm-hmm. as you think about this idea of abiding in the Word makes us truly Jesus's disciples, yeah. that abiding in the Word causes us to know the truth, and that abiding in the Word will ultimately set us free. Yeah. Uh, just tell me what uh, what the Lord was doing in your heart and your mind as you were thinking about some of these things. Yeah, I think it is always so important to remember that our God is a God of truth. So as we're thinking about right and wrong, as we're thinking about true and falsehood, if we believe something that is true, we are believing something that is coming from God. Mm. And when we are living in a world where truth claims are being thrown out that appear oftentimes different than other truth claims being thrown out, we as Christians, we actually have a place we can go to and say, let me just test what everybody else is saying and Mm -hmm. hold it up to what Christ is saying. And if it doesn't match up here, then I should probably throw it out the window. Right? You could probably go... Talk to some random person on the street and you could say, hey, have you ever heard that really popular saying, the truth will set you free? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you could say, do you know who said that? (laughs) And they would say, I don't know, Bono? (laughs) But here we see that it is Christ our Lord who says it. And it's not just this general like, yeah, the truth is good. The truth will set you free. But it's no, Christ's truth sets us free. Mm, that's good. That's good. And, and I love just, you know, uh, I love when the writers of Scripture just begin kind of multiplying phrases to help us get a sense of what uh, what Jesus is trying to teach us. And 
I love that he says, if you abide in my word, then you're truly my disciples. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we we love to talk about discipleship, about being disciples of Jesus. And I love the places in scripture where very simply they tell us exactly what that means. <laughs> yes. And so we're like, yeah, I'm a disciple of Jesus. And Jesus is like, do you want to truly be a disciple? Then you've got to abide in my word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just that idea that there's there's no discipleship. There's no following of Jesus that isn't built upon abiding in his word. Yeah. Knowing, resting in, studying, understanding, meditating upon. And we could go on and on with all of the other active verbs Mm -hmm. that ultimately say rooting our lives to the word. You know, and we know that every word uh, in Scripture is from God. And so Jesus is saying, if you abide in my word, really we sitting here with, with our Bibles could say, okay, if we abide in the Bible, which is God's word, then we're truly his disciples. Yeah. And so for us, we've got to be building our lives upon the truth of God's word. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to dovetail that with what you just said, especially in the midst of a world that is constantly competing for our attention, that is constantly saying, hey, here's another word. <laughs> well, abide in this word. Yeah, Think yeah. about this word. No, we've got to be those who, as we see in Jesus' Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 7, who build our lives on the rock, mm-hmm. the solid rock of his word. So I, I love that idea, how he qualifies. If you abide in my word, then... Uh, you're truly my disciples. Why don't you talk to us a little bit, James, about where he says, if you abide in my word, you'll know the truth. Yeah. So just talk to us a little bit about the idea, maybe the difference between something being true and Jesus's claim here to be the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm reminded of where Jesus says, abide in me Mm. and I will abide in you. And we also know that Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Right. And so here we have some of those other ideas that we see in the Gospels coming together, and Christ is saying, hey, abide in my word, abide in me. Christ is the word. We've got all these ideas centering around the fact that abiding in my word means living in and knowing and Mm. holding ourselves closely to and wrapping our arms and our minds around Christ's word, Mm. Um, right? An an abiding devotion, an abiding love is one that holds on and never lets go. Mm. And we're holding on to the person who has said, I am truth. Yes. And so to know true things versus false things, kind of like what you were asking here, at the end of the day, it comes down to, is this from God's word or is this not from God's word? Mm. The only way we will know that is if we are regularly abiding and reading and praying over the Bible. And not just like our favorite parts of it, but all of it. Right. Because the Bible teaches lots of things and it speaks to every issue that we need. And we have to be saturated by it in order to really be able to tease apart truth versus lying, truth mm. versus falsehood. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That, that That's really good. Uh, something that came to my mind was just the idea that... Uh, 
nobody wants to and nobody likes living a lie. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. uh, we all have had maybe friends or family members or we can see people, you know, on TV or, or you know, TV shows or books have, you know, uh, been written and sold because of their great ability to, to tell stories about people that are kind of living in a world of their own imagination. <laughs> And when we see that in real life, we actually feel sorry for people that, that mm. seem untethered to the truth, mm. that are just kind of living in a world that from the outside, you know, like, that's just not true. Yeah, You're living a lie. It's sad. It's interesting here that Jesus basically says, if you abide in my word, then you'll know the truth. Yeah. So the only way in a sense, to not live a lie is to live according to the truth that Jesus says is his word. Yeah. And uh, just a good reminder for us as we've hit on over and over again how um, we want to live true and authentic lives, and the only way to do that is to, as you said, weigh everything against God's word. Yeah. Uh, and to make sure that that what we're building our lives on is isn't some you know to go back to the story from Matthew chapter seven isn't just a foundation of sand that's going to crumble that right. isn't a lie yeah. but that is solid and uh, and enduring. Yeah. As we close this morning, uh, let's talk a little bit about the last phrase in that where he mm-hmm. says, "If you abide in my word, you'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free." Yeah. Uh, how can Jesus make the claim? What is Jesus saying by saying that the truth will set us free? What's he mean there? I think what Jesus is saying is that right if he is where we find all of our truth, then everything that we may believe that is not from Jesus can't be true. And what that means is that sometimes we will be enslaved to our sin, right? That's what he kind of goes on to say in the next couple of verses, that those who don't uh, practice or those who practice sin are a slave to sin. And so we just have to know that as Christians, we are not necessarily, um, we can be affected by lies and falsehood out there. Right. Right. There right. are ideologies. We're not immune to these things. We're not immune to these things. There are things out there that we will hear and maybe we will believe. And when we come to God's word, some of those things will be damaging to us. Mm. And if we're holding an ideology and then we come to God's word and then it begins to speak against that, we suddenly are in this scenario where we either have to let go of the thing we thought before and be set free. Or we can choose to ignore or diminish the value of or hold ourselves over God's word and try to reinterpret it. And in that case, we are moving into a misunderstanding of who Jesus is. We're moving into a misunderstanding of the Bible and we are letting ourselves become a slave to Mm. our own pride and our own selves. Mm. And so to be set free means to be actually in submission to Jesus. Good. To be set free means to be obedient to Jesus because that's what we were created to do before sin existed. Mm. What about for you? Yeah. I mean, you know, um, 
you and I are both red-blooded Americans, <laughs> and uh, we love freedom. Mm-hmm. And sadly, our American notions of freedom, I think at times, uh, clash with biblical views of freedom. Mm. So American freedom, in a sense, means I can be my own God. I have no restraints. Yeah. I'm free to do and be what I want to do and be. Yeah. To feel what I want to feel. Nobody holds me down. There's healthy sides of American freedom, but biblically, and you said it a minute ago, biblical freedom is to be set free from the enslaving powers of sin and to come into a new submission to Jesus, the one who loves you, the one who made you, and the one who knows how this game of life actually works best. And so freedom in the Bible is not freedom from restraint. It's freedom to actually serve and Mm. know and obey and love Mm. the Lord Jesus Christ with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength and to love our neighbors ourselves. (laughs) So so freedom is still enslavement, but it's enslavement to the one who's good. And it's enslavement to his law, which always results in our flourishing and the flourishing of those around us. Right. A fish is not free to live outside of the water. That's right. Right. A fish could say, oh, yeah, that dry land looks pretty good. I'm going to go get free up there. But that fish is going to quickly realize that is not what real freedom is. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And so when he says the truth will set you free, we have to realize we're not free from enslavement. Uh, You know, we only think about enslavement negatively, and there's good reason for that at times. So maybe a better way is we're never out of submission We're always in submission to some master. Mm -hmm. Jesus is saying, every other master will ultimately enslave you. But when you submit to me, you'll experience freedom because I'm the one who knows how life works best. Mm. I'm the one that knows the rules of the games. And everything I call you to and everything I tell you to do will ultimately be for your good. And so your experience of submission to me will feel like freedom. It will be freedom. Mm. Freedom from sin and death, which is why he tells uh, the religious leaders, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. Mm. So the only way we come out from underneath the enslaving power of sin is to come to Jesus, the one who is truth and the one who by his truth sets us free. Mm -hmm. And so again, uh, just a great reminder for us this morning as we're walking through the Bible, um, how just the discipline of submitting ourselves to God's word really connects us to Jesus, who is the truth. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that in connecting ourselves to the word, connecting ourselves to Jesus, we know the truth and the truth sets us free. So we pray uh, that wherever you are today, uh, whatever it is the Lord has for you the remainder of this week, Uh, that you experience the freedom that Jesus promises is yours as you abide in him. We love you guys. Until next time.